Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we have a New Year's message from January of 2023, straight from the heart of Pastor Jim Harris and, of course, from Scripture. He acknowledges the cultural decline in the world and outlines six woes that will result from that decline. These woes are described in Isaiah chapter 5. Pastor also tells us of the scriptures we need to know as believers to avoid the pitfalls of this sad world. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, When the World is Upside Down. I want to take you to Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. It's all one verse. Philippians 2, 14 to 16. Do all things without grumbling or disputing, so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent, children of God above reproach, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you appear as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I will have reason to glory, because I did not run in vain nor toil in vain. Now this is addressed to Christians in a very Roman little village, little city, dominated by a uh, military outpost. And they were living in a corrupted and ever more eroding world system, just like ours. He calls it a crooked and perverse generation. Crooked comes from a, a Greek word you almost accidentally know. It's the word scolios. Our medical word scoliosis means curvature. You know, you look at an x-ray of somebody's spine from front to back or back to front, it's supposed to be straight. Now, there's a curve the other way, but in the way it's supposed to be straight, you don't want to see waves. That's scoliosis, curvature. The world is not straight. It's bent. And you have to know what it's like in order to deal with it. If you stand straight in a crooked world, you're going to stick out. And the world's going to say, you're the problem. Then he calls it also perverse. That translates a word that means distorted, and it describes an abnormal moral condition. If you are honorable and noble and moral, and you live that way, and you speak that way in a perverse world, you're going to stand out by contrast. So look at the command. Do all things without grumbling or disputing. God commands us in the most wicked, crooked, perverse, immoral of circumstances to constantly keep our attitude in, in check. The word grumbling is when you murmur or complain out loud about circumstances. We also saw that word in, um, in, in Jude. You can tell those who are the apostates, they grumble and find fault. You know very well that grumbling is infectious. You have to work hard to not let it infect you, especially when you 
hear it all around you and you need to make absolutely sure that you never spread it. And then there's the word disputing. You also kind of accidentally almost know this Greek word. It's the word dialogosmos from which we get dialogue. It has the sense of reasoning against someone or against uh, something. As it's used in the New Testament, and especially in, in combination with the word grumbling, it has more the idea of evil thoughts. So it's, it's related to inward reflections on things where your lips aren't moving, but you're doubting, you're questioning, you're, you're, you're thinking those wrong things. Understand, God cares just as much about our nasty, snarky, critical thoughts as He cares about the complaining words that we so easily mutter or even blurt out loud. That's a strong command. It takes constant, constant vigilance to obey it well. Do all things without grumbling or disputing. So when do you apply this? Anytime you're in the middle of anything. That's all, okay? Otherwise, you're excused. All things without grumbling or disputing. But look what comes from obeying this. As I said, it's all one sentence. The command is at the beginning. But look what happens. Do all things without grumbling and disputing so that you will prove yourselves to be blameless and innocent. Children of God above reproach. This is how you prove to other people that you are a child of God. You don't go down the whining, complaining, grumbling, murmuring, doubting, whispering path. You trust Him so explicitly that complaining is never useful. It's never productive, and you know that. If you want one verse to give you a good reason to limit watching news, um, here it is. Does it help you? glorify God, think about things that are good and beautiful and honorable, or does it help you grumble and complain? What do you want to fill your mind with? Now, I don't mean don't pay any attention. You know, if, if, if the road is washed out in front of you, I hope there's a sign there that says stop. You need, you need to know that you can find those out without saturating your mind in a bunch of ugly things. And then look what else. You will... Um, prove yourselves to be blameless in this world among whom you appear as lights in the world. If you want to honor Jesus' command, remember Matthew chapter 5, let your light shine before men so that they might see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Well, what a glorious time to live because the backdrop is getting blacker and blacker and blacker. You light your light and by your attitude, just your attitude, even before you say the words of the gospel, you can prove yourselves to be lights in the world just by doing things, all things, without grumbling or disputing. Notice what else it says you get by doing all things without grumbling and disputing. Holding fast the word of life. Doing all these things with the right attitude is how you display to the world that you live by a different standard. And they just might ask you to give a reason for the hope that is in you. How in the world can you have joy? Don't you know what a mess we're in? Well, I have joy because I have an eternal inheritance, imperishable, undefiled, never fading away, and I'm kept by the power of God until I inherit it fully. Wow. And then he says, <clears throat> 
so that in the day of Christ I will have reason to glory. Paul's talking about eternal rewards. He's basically saying, if you guys live like real Christians and therefore it shows that you are real Christians, (laughs) wow, I'm going to have reason to give glory to God for spreading the gospel through you. Now there's plenty to dislike about our world, but don't let it ruin your attitude. You prove yourself to be His child every day, one situation at a time, in all things by your attitude. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself in the same manner, and you're going to stand out as a shining light for the glory of God. There has never been an easier time to shine for the glory of God because in our nation, in our world, things have never been this ugly. This is the very best time ever in the history of this nation to be a child of God and spread His gospel. But we need to know the the woes, need to know how to prove ourselves. And then quickly, one more passage we need to know what sort of people to be. This is in 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 11 and 12. Since all these things, Peter says, are to be destroyed in this way. Go ahead and read the earlier part of the chapter. He's talking about the world. Everything's going to be destroyed. And the mockers are saying, oh yeah, when's that going to happen? He says, since all these things are to be destroyed in this way, what sort of people ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be destroyed by burning and the elements will melt with intense heat. You see what he's saying? Judgment is coming, just like Isaiah said. The wicked are flying high right now, but they will not prevail forever. When you understand God is going to judge the world with perfect, righteous judgment, When you understand that His wrath will be poured out, undiluted against sin and sinners, what do you do? Well, Peter put the answer into his rhetorical question here. What sort of people ought you to be? And then he defines what you're to be in holy conduct and godliness. I make no specific predictions for the coming year. I can tell you that... um, the trajectory of our world is morally and spiritually downward and the degeneration is accelerating. I know that even in the world of professing Christians there is what Charles Spurgeon dealt with in his day, a a downgrade controversy. The compromise with the world is likewise accelerating among Christians. Denomination after denomination, two of the biggest ones in, in America, are being rent in two right now with those that are standing for God's definition of marriage or of race are being driven out from that which they have built. Church after church and parachurch organizations alike are buying into the world's ways. Critical race theory is now rampant. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI training. I don't think I knew that acronym a year ago. 
And now there's a whole bunch of people who are part of the Heritage Bible Church family that have had to go through it. Diversion, equity, and inclusion. That means we celebrate how diverse we are, but you're not welcome unless you think like we think you should. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.